0: Welcome to another episode of the Nothing Catchy Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Dewey. Ready to talk week five. It's in the books, guys. Was not good, for me, at least. Um, was not a fun Was not a fun week. Um, there were some interesting trades that I, we were able to pull off, primarily me. I pulled off some interesting trades. Um, may regret them here in the future. Um, but you know what? When you are one and three, you kind of got to start swinging for the fences and hope for something amazing out of the deal. Um, so what we'll do is we'll go over those two trades that happened this, uh, between last week and this week. We'll go over the games. There are, I'm currently recording this as Monday night football is going on. However, looking at the scores, there's really only one game that's close, um, and the person who's winning is the only person who has somebody in. So unless that person has a fumble and then doesn't come back in the game or something, um, that game's pretty well set. So, um, so yeah, we'll. I'm going to move forward. Like what I'm seeing here is the correct. We'll talk about my predictions, my win record, how I did this week, go ahead and do next week's predictions as well. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll be able to go from there. Um, Just so everybody knows, let's see here. Let's go to my league here again. Um, It would appear going down, going down, going down. Yes, we have another name change. (laughs) So, as you guys who are following along, maybe not in the league um, and are utterly confused of who is who, you are not alone. I'm in the league and I'm still confused because, man, people change their names on here like it's going out of style. Um, I'll also go over the standings again for anybody who's not in the league to kind of see, um, where we're at. Again, this is going to be based on last week's league, um, standings. Uh, if you can follow along and figure out where they're going to be afterwards, good on you. Um, also go over some, uh, free agents and see if there's anybody out there since waiver wires will be going here the next 24. So kind of do a quick shotgun approach to who you may want to pick up. Um, and talking about potentially who's on bye week uh, this week. So uh, if you're in the league and you don't know if a player's on bye week, just look for the big old zero. Um, who's on bye week? NFL week six. There we go. I'll just pull it up here so I can know this information off the side. Looks like we'll just start with that. Schedules for bye weeks. Week five. No, we want week six is Packers and Steelers. Packers and Steelers players. If you have them, they are not going to get you any points. Um, okay. And if you're like me and you have Packers this week and they got you no points anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Pretty much Packer players give you zero points. Um, if you can't tell, I'm not too happy about my my Packer situation. Um, yeah. I wish I could have pulled off maybe the Aaron Jones for Brees Hall trade, but that would have probably been a crazier one. Anyways. So, coming in here, looking at this week, let's talk about my prediction. So, last week I predicted Big Booty Judy, Montenega, my dogs, team, Fitz, uh, team Jake Fitzy, the Vladinator, uh, Team Anoobs, uh, Noob, excuse me, Anoop, Team Anoop, and Hims. Those were my predictions of who was going to win. I did not do a perfect game, but I did have a winning score. So, this week, winner between Pangwangle and Big Booty Judy. I was correct. Big booty Judy pulled off the win. There were some mistakes made, but I would probably play it the same this week as well. I'll play it again that way. Um, I sadly have two players though, who gave me zero, um, Aaron Jones. I had him in the lineup, uh, because honestly I didn't have anybody else better. I didn't think, um, it turns out I did. It's name is, his name is Rashid Rice. Um, so in the future, Rashid Rice, you can play him. Um, Especially now that Kelsey is having some injury stuff, I might actually play him next week um, as a good flex because I think he's kind of as the beneficiary of those end zone targets uh, when Kelsey's not in there. So, um, anyways, looking at it, I had a really poor showing from everyone except my defense, which I had in Miami and Brees Hall, who went off. Other than that, everybody else was below ten points, so I did not do well. Uh, big booty. Judy honestly didn't do that much better, but they did enough to stomp me. So, uh, by, uh, about, well, 17 points. So, <laughs> but didn't break a hundred. Um, uh, congratulations, Mr. Big booty. Judy. I love saying his name. So awesome. All right, next up we got the Montenegro mud dogs versus the God love it. And I chose Montenegro mud dogs and boy, howdy was I correct? Um, I was not the lowest scoring game of the week. That was, God love it, they took that score. Well, they do have people still in, I guess, so I can't. I could still be the lowest one, potentially. Um, But they have two people in right now. So maybe I won't. I'll just take it. You know what? Even though I'm currently beating you by about six points, I'm going to bet you're going to get, get six points between the two players that you have left to go. So I'm going to go ahead and say I had the lowest score this week. So congratulations on me on that one. Uh, but Montenegro Mud Dogs crushed it at 149.5 points to, God love it, 75. Almost doubled his score. Montenegro Mud Muddogs has been crushing this year. So great job, Doug. Um, next up, we got the 2 side squad versus Jay- Team Jake Fitzy. And I chose Team Jake Fitzy, and I was correct. And that game that I said was close, somebody just scored because that game's not close anymore. (laughs) So uh, Team Jake Fitzy is pulling off the win against Jake uh, Prosser, the the two-a-side squad. Um, So that's 3-0 and if you're keeping track right now. So far, it was great. This is where I got my first loss. I picked the Vladinator to go up against Chase on the case. And uh, yeah. So, Chase on the case decided to put up the biggest score of the week. Absolute monster week of 168.6 points. Brutal. Vladinator did a great job trying to do his best, but only got a measly 100 points. 100.5. I okay, can't, can't miss that out. Um, so, that was my first loss for predictions this week. I had, Like I said, I picked Vladinator versus Chase on the case. Next up was... Now, this is our first team name change, by the way. But I was picking between Pretty Sure Doug B. Hayton versus Team Anoops. Um, And Team Anoops is who I said was going to pull it off. I was wrong. Team Pretty Sure Doug B. Hayton, who was one and three, dropped a 122 burger, but boom. Good job. I'm I'm super proud of Matt. Matt was has been trading like crazy, trying to do everything he can to uh, pull up a win, get things going. And you know what? It's coming down to Vladinator and myself to be the in last place of the league this year. And uh, I think based upon points scored, it's going to be me in last place. Um, potentially, I don't know. We'll have to see how this this week pans out. I he he beat me by about twenty points, so. Uh, But yeah, congratulations, team Purdy, sure. Doug B. Hayton. And in case you're curious, his new name is Nice Paycheck Cuz. Because he got cousins, Kirk Cousins. (laughs) Nice Paycheck Cuz. So anyways, he pulls it off. He also changed his name. Maybe that's his lucky name for the win. We'll see. All right. Um, That one, like I said, was also an L because I took Team Noops. Um, The next one. Catching Kelsey versus Hims or Himmies, excuse me, the Himmies, and I picked the Himmies, and boy was I right! Another big game, 148.8 to 93, with that win. So I went four and two this week, uh, brings my total score to 15 and nine. It's a pretty good positive ratio. We'll keep going, see if I can keep that streak running. Um, with that being said, let's go ahead and look at next week's matchups and see who I have predicted for those wins. Uh, first off, we have Pangwangle versus Team Fitz, Jake Fitzy. And you're lucky, Jake Fitzy. I'm I'm picking you because uh, I'm just not picking my team. My team has not been able to put a solid week together. Or if we do, we go up against the number one scorer. So congratulations, Jake uh, Team Jake Fitzy. You're probably going to be the number one scorer this week uh, just because that's how it works when you play me. Uh, if I had a defense, it would be the defensive coordinator of the, of the Broncos right now. Yeah. Just absolute terribleness. Um, but, anyways, I'm going to take team Jake Fitzy. Next up, we got Montenegro Mud Dogs versus, well, I was going to say pretty sure Doug B. Hayton, but now it's the new one, which hold on. Got to remember it. it my, my computer hasn't updated the name yet, but my phone still has. So, um, so it's Montenegro Mud Dogs versus Nice Paycheck, cuz. And sorry, Matt, but I'm going to go ahead and go with Doug on this one because he's been rolling and nobody's stopping him. Montenegro, my dogs, I'm choosing you for the win this week. All right. Next up, we got 2 squad versus Big Booty Judy. And you know what? This is what's crazy. I know I said this two weeks ago. I said, hey, Jake, I'm not picking you. I'm picking against you for a long time for the rest of the year. Well, I lied. I'm picking you this week. To a side squad. Going to pull it off against Big Booty Judy. I just feel like it's going to happen. I feel like he's got too many weapons. It's going to happen. Here we go. Let's see it. Don't give me that L, Jake. (laughs) Watch, you're going to be the only one. (laughs) The only one that I was wrong on this week. Um, All right, next we got Himmies versus the Vladinator. I'm going with Himmies. Himmies is going to pull this one off. The record shows it. Uh, Vladinator's got one win. Himmies has got four Including this week. Yeah, it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a pretty big win for them. Uh next up we got Chase on the case versus catching Kelsey. You know, I was thinking about going with Catching Kelsey this week just to kind of like see what happens. But I don't know. Dion or Chase the Case, he's got some interesting place. He got A chain still in there, he's got Taylor back, Jonathan Taylor's back, so there's a good chance he's gonna be good. Um yeah, I just he's got Sam Laporta, Jamal or uh Jamar Chase. Um yeah, I just I think Deion I think Dion has got a really good team this year. Um yes, he has his his defense on by and one of his running backs is on by, but he's got Khalil Herbert who he can toss in there if he wanted to, if he's not hurt. He's not um the St. Brown, if he comes back, he's he'll be fine. Um he's got a number of players he can toss in there. Uh, Really, truly, dion has got a stinking good team, and I do think he's going to be a top contender. What's really sad is I dropped uh, A-Chain week one because I needed to make room for him. And that week one, he did nothing. That's why I dropped him. I was like, oh, they're not actually going to use him. Um, Well, nope, they are. They're going to use him a lot, it appears, in a lot of different ways. Now, I hope his scoring just drops off and goes back to more normalcy, but I don't think so. Going with forty nine points one week, twenty five the next, and twenty one, he is a beast. I should have him. I'm kick myself every day that I see that. So uh, anyway, so that's why I'm saying uh, Dion is going to pull off that one. Um, catching Kelsey not going to happen. Chase the K. Chase on the case is going to be the winner on that one. All right, the last game for this week we're going to predict. We got gotta love it versus Team A Noob, A Noob, and it looks like. God love it is going to be suffering from some bye week issues Um, as well as he has some really struggling with some, his running back situation. I'm, I'm going to say that I, I'm pretty sure team Anoop is going to pull this one off. I think he's got more upside based upon his players. The only thing that he has that might be a little iffy is he has Justin Jefferson um, who is injured and it looks like he may not actually play. Um, So, We'll have to see. So, yeah, running through it one more time. We got t- Team Jake Fitzy, Montenegro Mud Dogs, Tuicide Squad, Himmies, Chase on the Case, and Team Anoop. Those are my predictions this week. We'll see how that goes. All right, let's talk real quick about the two trades that I pulled off this week. Um, there were no other trades, I don't believe. I'm scrolling back real quick. Nope. It looks like I was the only one that I was able to pull off the trade. Uh it looks like I pulled one off with Matt Zacharias and J.R. Rindenfell. Um Rin Fidel, excuse me, sorry. Um, First trade, this one is the one I'm the most like, I don't don't know if it's going to pay off. It could pay off bigly, as Trump would say, bigly. This could be the best trade ever. Of all trades, the best trade. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Um, So I sent uh, over Kirk Cousins and Isaiah Pacheco. That's the one I'm like, I gave up a really good running back. In return, I got Joe Burrow and Nico Collins. So why did I do that trade? I was really looking to upgrade my wide receiver position. Um, I really feel like that was a big one. I was really looking for, I just wanted Nico Nico Collins. I feel like he's got great opportunity to be uh, a target uh, for CJ. And the truth is, is, I was able to pick up CJ Shoud. And so I was thinking, hey, if I can stack those two, this could be a really good pairing. Um, the problem is, is I chose the week that CJ decided to not do that. Great. It wasn't his worst week, but it was close to his worst week. Um, so we'll see how it goes here moving forward. But, um, but yeah, I have CJ Stroud now and Nico Collins. So I have a stack. I always try to get a stack. Um, and we'll see if it pays off or not. But now, then I was like, well, now I'm really weak on my running backs. So this is where I took a real big swing. Um, I took a risk, and some people may say, oh, that's not a risk at all. I personally thought it was a risk. Um, I gave Tony Pollard for Brees Hall. Um, I was hoping that Brees Hall was going to – they were going to finally release him and just let him go. I knew he was playing Denver the next week, so I was like, I got to get him on my roster for this Denver game. And so I did, traded Brees Hall over for uh, – or I uh, traded Tony Pollard away and got Brees Hall back, and boy, did it pay off, got 26 points this week. Tony Pollard did not get that good of score um, going up against San Francisco, um, so yeah i i do I do think that was a really good trade. I think it was a fair trade because I do think Pollard is very consistent and he'll continue to be consistent. Um, but I had to take a swing for a player who potentially has really high upside, or it was going to be a complete bust and my season was going to be over. Um, now my season very well could already be over based upon I am going to be one in four. However, we're going to see how this goes and we're going to keep swinging, uh, taking punches and, and doing my best here. Um, so what do you guys think? Uh, do you think it was a good trade? I know that, um, after, um, that trade went through, um, some people were saying, this is really weird. Uh, I'm pretty sure, um, Jay Rindenfell got the better end of the deal on that one. Um, and then when, uh, and they were contemplating the veto aspect of it, but. People were said, well, there was reports that came out that the snap count is off of Brees Hall, and I agree. I think it's off, and I hope that this is what we get every week: uh, 22 carries, 177 yards, a TD, three receptions for 12 or uh, 17 yards. Like, that's a pretty good game. Um, 177 yards won't happen every week, but even if I get 80 yards and a touchdown every week, um, which I feel like is a possibility, and if Zach um, keeps playing really well. Um, he could actually do even better but we'll see we'll see how it happens um they have next week they have Philly so Philly's really good against the run though we'll just have to see how it goes um, but it might be their only option and only offense um yeah so those are the two trades that we were able to pull off um also what's crazy is this week Joe Burrow finally became Joe burrow he played like he, his normal self uh, had 46 attempts. 317 yards, 13 or three touchdowns, one interception. Um, and he rushed for seven yards. No big deal on that, but, uh, it was against Arizona, but that's really cool. Like, I feel like we may be starting to see him coming back. Um, my only issue I'm having here is I've got CJ Stroud and him on the same bye week. So that's going to be rough. That's gonna be rough. We'll have to see what I, what I do here. Um, Anyways, let's look real quick at some players that are available on waivers if you're in need of some players. So we're going to look at week project or let's go to I, I, this how I like to do it is I go to my week five, I go stats, um, I go free agents, and um, so then what I can do is as I'm going through the positions, um, look for players that had the key stat that I'm interested in. So, oh, this is interesting. It's not updating on my computer hold on let's see if we can get this going um yeah oh you know that would have been an interesting idea to do probably let me guess does he have enough you would have got one me the week 12 yep would have won me the week awesome that's what i like to see um okay so first off we're going to running backs anybody interested in running backs needing a running back etc etc uh aj Dillon. he's on the wave wire So highly recommend picking him up if you can. Um, Actually, this is weird. Hold on. I got to go with on my phone because even though I'm refreshing the page and going through it, the app or the the website is not updating the same as my phone. And what I mean by that is Zach Moss isn't showing up as a free agent. It's saying that Dion still has him, which isn't true. Um, Okay. So let's do this. We're going on the phone. We're going not projected. We're going to go stats week six. So then I can go by position. Um, nothing to see here. What is going on? Stats week six. So I oh, that's because I did week six. Let's adjust this to week five. Because there hasn't been any stats for week six. Okay. So looking at here, if you're in need of a running back, um, l- what I usually do is I first go with, um, You know, you could search by rushing TDs or fantasy points or something like that, which it currently pulled it based upon um, fantasy points. I think I I, what I like better is looking at who had the most like rushing attempts. So looking at the most rushing attempts, your best bet on the, the the waiver wire right now is Zach Moss. Now, should you go for him? It's a good question. I'm not sure. (laughs) um what do you do with zach moss because he showed you he showed the Colts that he they did not need to um trade like pay zach uh or taylor any money like they really honestly could have just said nope we're good and stuck with zach moss because zach moss was has been killing it and he killed it again with an absolute monster of whoops of a week. Um, and he did it on the waiver wire. So congratulations, no one missed out on that 32 points. Um, the next one who has the best amount of attempts is Ken uh, Kendra Miller with the Saints. Then you had Eric Gray with the Giants, Jordan Mason with the 49ers. Um, yeah, I honestly I'm looking at the the, the people here. And there's not very many that I would actually be super interested in targeting. Um, it's not, and this is, and this is again why I always kept kept a pretty big high standard on my running backs, and wanted so many throughout the years because when you're in this situation, there's not really anybody jumping out as someone you want to grab. They're all going to be hit and misses. They're maybe one week rentals, maybe, um, and good luck knowing if it's the right one to grab. Um, there are people you should try to go after because they're handicaps to other players. A.J. Dillon is a good one. Um, Zach Moss would be another good one. He'd be a handicap to hold on to in case anything does happen to Taylor injury-wise throughout the season. Um, Kendra Miller appears to be one in case, um, uh, what's his name, the main running back for the Saints, if he ever goes down. Um, You know, the other one, Justice Hill, maybe, might be a good name to look at. Um, And then finally, Rico dodle Dodal? Rico Dodal. He's been interesting because he, even though right now he's not getting very many um attempts, they really kind of have been tossing him in there last few weeks, it seems like in key points to like on the goal line or third down, and he's been pretty productive and pretty good. So he's one to keep an eye on. So there's some running backs if you're interested. Honestly, it's pretty slim pickings, so wouldn't hold your breath. Um next is looking at um wide receivers. Let's see what we got here for wide receivers. Um let's see if I can sort it. Oh. Oh, it won't let me sort by points now. Now it's all being all funky. Oh, there we go. Now it just flipped. Um uh, Josh Reynolds with the Detroit Lions. It appears that he still has a good possession of the offense, so he might be somebody to pick up and Maybe I shouldn't be keeping the, the speedster. Uh, I'm going to hold the speedster for another week, though, and kind of see how it goes of uh, Jay Williams. See if Jay Williams can earn a spot. He only had two receptions for, th- uh, for two yards. But Josh Reynolds had four receptions, 76 yards, and a TD. So um, worth keeping an eye on. Another person that's a second week in a row been doing really well is Curtis Samuel. Um He's last two weeks, 14, 15 points. Um, He's had that TD. He's getting a decent amount of targets. He had seven targets this last week. Uh, Definitely somebody to keep an eye on. Um, Next one to keep an eye on is Josh Downs. Um, He had a ton of targets this week. Um, He had six targets. He ended up getting 97 yards. He had six targets, six receptions. So he's got steady hands. Um, he was on 71% of snaps. So he's getting on the field quite a bit. That's another stat that I like to keep an eye on. Um, and so, yeah, cause he can get more opportunities and with the injury now, potentially, uh, the new backup QB may have a better relationship with Josh downs. So I don't know. Might be worth keeping an eye on seeing how it goes. Uh, but could also be that he's going to fall off here very, very, very soon. So, um, the next person has a lot of snaps, but only... He had six targets, but only three receptions. DJ Chark. Um, he's a, a gamble, but he's a very much a boom-bust kind of player. First time he scored points, he had two, then 16, then three, then 11. So if that's keeping the trend this week, he's not going to do so well. But definitely somebody to keep an eye on. Um Trenton Irwin with... um higby out it looks like he was the beneficiary of of him being gone i don't know if higby's gonna be out again uh but if he is this guy maybe trenton irwin might be worth keeping an eye on he had eight receptions so and 10 targets so used quite a bit in that win he had 60 yards though so nothing major um but as a ppr that's good enough for 10 points um in that kind of situation Um, who else do we want to look at here? Oh, oops. Um, in regards to percentages, Rondell Moore 67% of snaps, so he's still getting quite a bit five targets, three receptions. Um, the thing with him is, I believe, oh, it's not showing the stat on this one. I gotta click into him. I believe he's doing a lot of like rushes as well. Um, yeah, so he had three rushes. One for a total of 50 yards. So that's the thing for him. That's why he got a big week. That's kind of a boom and bust kind of player. Um, KJ Osborne. KJ Osborne may be somebody to look into this next week if you are looking for a spot start. Uh, Because he's going to get Chicago. Um, I fully think Minnesota should be able to take that game. And if um, their main guy is out, then that very well could be a good game to... um, Justin Jefferson could be out. So, KJ Osborne might be a good one week start. Um, Okay, moving over to tight end. So, tight ends, I need a new tight end because I found out what the bottom of the barrel is for Hunter Henry. Zero points. I don't like that. So, looking at here, you got um, people who have the highest snap counts Um, Logan Thompson at 79%, Adam Troutman at 90%. Uh, Tyler Conklin at 55, Foster Moreau at 67, Um, uh, Tommy Trimble. Oh, he only has 20%. So, yeah, so after that, then it goes way down. Um, Hayden Hurst had 59%, um, caught all three of his targets, but it's Carolina. I'm not really super keen on it. I'm thinking I'm going to try to go with Logan Thompson or Thomas personally. That's who I've put my waiver claim in. I am dropping Hunter Henry like he's hot. Um, And we'll see if I can get Logan Thomas. Um, Mainly because he had 11 targets. And that's not an outlier either. If you look at his week, his game log. um, He had 8 the first week, then 3, then 3, then 11. Um, But even the weeks that he had 3 targets, he had a touchdown in those weeks. So he was still producing a pretty decent... His floor right now is 5 points. Which for a tight end is pretty average. But his high end was last week at 16 points. So, I don't know. Could be worth worth keeping an eye on. Um, Tyler Conklin, he got 8 points this week. He seems to be kind of that safety net for Zach. Um, Could be worth keeping an eye on. Um, Adam Troutman, he's an interesting one. His floor is, well, his floor is pretty low. It was 5.9 and 0, 0, 0, and 10. Um, after three straight games of not catching a single pass and only on only four targets. Okay. So yeah, don't go with him. Adam maybe had a fluke of a week or just keep an eye on him because it's not really going to be too, too great. Um, so yeah, I guess after all the reviews on this, it's, it's a pretty rough, rough landscape for tight ends as well. So it looks like Logan may be your only option. All right, anybody who's needing a QB, um, who to keep an eye out for? It is rough. Rough, rough, rough. Um, You can go with Desmond Ritter if you want to. Desmond Ritter next week um, is going up against Washington, which is a green matchup. Um, He's on average been doing about between 30 or so attempts every week. So he's passing quite a bit. But the last two weeks when he had 38 and 31, he still only scored six and eight points uh, on green matchups. So he's a real risky person. You could be extremely happy or you may be wishing you had a better option. Uh, The other person that's on there is Bryce young. He too is very up and down. Um, He may broke his first 20 yard 20 point uh, week this week. Uh, Everything else has been sub 10. So, would not, well, excuse me. He had a 13 week, 13 uh, week two. He had 13 points. Excuse me. Uh, but everything else has been sub 10 points. So he's another boom bust. Um, yeah, dude, I don't know if I was anybody on this that I would be dying to go after. If I'm in need of a QB, um, you have Dobbs going up to the Rams. Uh, you have Zach Wilson going up against the Philly defense. Now you can pass on the Philly defense, but can Zach Wilson go up against the Philly defense and pass? I don't know. Um, would be interesting to see. Um, Gardner Minshew is one that I actually kind of like. He came in halfway through the game. I think put up 155 points, uh, rushed it twice. No TDs though. Uh, but he's going against Jacksonville. Uh, he can pass on Jacksonville. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's not a whole lot. I would say watch for people who get dropped in the, uh, as things go. So, um, yeah, with that, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. I hope you guys have a great week. Uh, good luck to everybody this this week, and hopefully you get your wave of wire and you win your matchup. Um, sadly for me, it most likely will not happen, but you know what? We're going to hold the faith until next week. See ya.